I really like the people in X Corps. Like Monet Saint Croix is my or Saint Croix. I don't know how you pronounce it. Yeah, no. That's like my, that's my girl. And Madrix is my guy. I was like, all right, this should be good. But like, I don't, I don't really like Warren Worthington. He's he's okay at best. You know what I mean? But I mean, like, yeah, I mean, he's good as when he's fucking corrupted by yeah. apocalypse. Yeah, but like Pretty Boy Worthington, even Pretty Boy Worthington with the wings, it's just kind of like meh. Like he don't really, I don't know, he don't really do it. You know what I mean? Just kind of boring. Yeah. The best, the best Warren Worthington was in um, Astonishing X Men. Josh Whedon's run. He was great in that. He wasn't in that. He was in that. You know, no, no, I'm sorry, not Astonishing X Men. I'm thinking about um, Uncanny X Force. Uncanny X Force with Deadpool, oh yeah, yeah, Wolverine and Phantom X. I liked him in the first uh, rendition of that too. The first uh, Cyclops X Force team. I loved him in that, and I loved him in the Uncanny one. But he was just kind of whack. And... Yeah, absolutely. Call me old man Wade. Damn you, old man. Fuck your old. Damn it, Wade! Welcome to the Old Man Wade Show. I am your host, the God of Stubborn, the Lord of Laughter, Old Man Wade. You probably remember that voice. So that's Brandon from the Why So Serious podcast. And, oh, fuck, I can never remember the name of it, but I know it. Um, hindsight. Hindsight. I knew it was something like... like I need uh, you on Hindsight one episode next month. Uh, because what? we're doing black exploitation <laughs> Black History Month. He's and I gotta hear you talk about a black exploitation movie. So bad. I can't imagine it being more funny. Anything funnier than that? I'm I'm all for it. I'm absolutely all for it because that you know you know my love for Black Dynamite. So <laughs> we're doing black exploitation movies next month. We're doing um, uh, we just did uh, Hollywood Shuffle this week, Hollywood which Shuffle. I've never seen before until this week. Hollywood Shuffle. It's a Robert Townsend movie from like 1980. It's like a parody of like black people trying to get jobs in Hollywood, making you do stereotypes like either a slave or a pimp. It's funny. And next week I'm going to get you, sucker. And then, <laughs> and then don't be a menace. Oh fuck yeah! Those are those are all of those movies on my shit. I haven't seen Hollywood Shuffle though. Yeah, it was my first time seeing it too. I enjoyed it. It was good. God, who's in I this really movie? So, guess what, Mark? I just finished last night my reread of Saga because the new issue comes out this week mm-hmm. on Wednesday. And I'm the one that told you about this series. I so I haven't read it, reread it in a long time. I fucking love that book so much. It's so great. It's so great. It is. It's a, I, I reread it, and it was just so funny. Like, when I finished my second or third reread, you hit me up and was like, oh, it's coming back. And I was like, fuck, I wish I would have waited. Yeah, I waited and I reread it. I finished last night. And man, I'm like, yo, that book, like, those, that book is so great, man. I hope that they're not going to do a TV show for it, but I wish they did. I wish, I wish I could see that in, like, real live action. All that crazy. Can you imagine Sextillion on television, like on HBO? Yeah. Or like on Amazon, like made by the people who make the boys. Can you imagine that? They're doing sex million? Yeah, but you know the funny thing about it is I don't want it as a show. I feel like that should be something animated. 
Oh yeah, that'd probably be even crazier. Animated, like an adult animated show. Yeah, because I feel. Yeah. I feel like after watching Invincible, people should finally see that like not everything needs to be live action. A lot of these things work much better animated. Because you can't like I can't picture Invincible being live action, especially with this like a lot of the shit that goes on. Yeah, I feel like it's spent they'd spend more money just with CGI than they would anything else. Yeah, I agree. You, you might be right, actually. Because you, you would have to CGI some crazy fucking characters for Saga. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, especially the first person you meet when you go to that planet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's your... So, yeah, you're probably right. Animation would be better for that. Yeah. But, yeah, I did my reread for that. So, I just wanted to let you know that, that I'm excited. I am ready. Yeah. I, I, I like it. No? I think it's most, I think he said that the run he planned was a hundred issues, so we're only on fifty-four. Jesus, see now, part of me doesn't want to read it because I hate that long wait for it. You know what I mean? It's supposed to be monthly now, though. Oh, word? Yeah. So I saw okay. they already have the previews for fifty-five and fifty-six, which comes out March or April. So I don't oh, know okay. if it's going to stay monthly, but at least the next three are monthly. Because it started out as just like uh, one, like compilations, right? No, it started out week monthly, and then they went on a break, a long break. Then they came back, and then they went on a long break. Two, what's it been? Three years now, almost two and a half years since the last issue. So they they've had two long breaks breaking it up. Yeah, I, I'm I'm hooked on it. It's so goddamn good, man. And it's funny. It was on. I wrote a, I wrote an article for um, my best friend Diddy. On um, BlackRabbit.com, and one of the, it was a comic books, comic books for people who don't read comic books, and Saga was on that list because I honestly don't think you need to enjoy comic books to really appreciate everything about that story. No, because people assume comic books are superheroes, so like books that don't involve superheroes are easier for people to get into in that manner. Yeah. So I'm not trying to take over your show, but I did have one more topic. Go ahead. You see the episode list. For the boys. <laughs> yes. Did you see it? Hero Gasm. Hero <laughs> I can't imagine how ridiculous that's gonna be. Yo. You know what? Fuck it. Um if you got time, we can do a couple episodes. I got some uh comic book topics as well. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. The boys, I can't wait. I've been watching the YouTube videos of yeah. um of Vought News or whatever, which is like Fox News. The Vought 7 on 7. <laughs> and they're, they're name-dropping a lot of characters. Yeah. Even G- Godolphin. How do you, I don't even know how you say his name. The Godolphin? Which one? The Godolphin. Pro- Professor X. Oh, um, uh, Golflin or Golfin or whatever his name is, yeah. Yeah, they, they mentioned him in the G-Men in the most recent one. I mean... You kind of have to, like, because especially with what I think they're going with with the college TV show that they're doing, college spinoff. It's supposed to be like a reality TV show, but I figure it's probably going to be close to the G-Men. Which, in itself, that is one of the most fuck stories I've ever read in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, are you, ex- are you excited to see uh, Justin Ackles as Soldier Boy? You have no fucking idea, man. He's one of my favorites, and... Since in um he was great and he was great as Dean Winchester, he voiced my man Red Hood and he was good in that. So I'm mm-hmm. excited to see where he goes next with this. But you know, but he's 
I've liked him in like every even like in his personal life, seeing some of the weird and funny shit that he does. Like he he kind of seems when he picks a character, like he's all in on it. So I can't wait to see how that goes, especially considering what him and Ho- Homeland get down on in Hero Gasm. <laughs> I can't wait, man. I am so excited. I think it comes out, what they say? June? Uh, June 3rd, I want to say. Yeah, June. So, we're not that far away. Shit, it might be the first, it's either the first week of June or the last week in May. Oh, but as you always say, Garth Ennis is a a crazy person, so. He's definitely a crazy person. Yeah, June, June 3rd. So they I got somebody else called Count, Crimson Countess. I think I don't think she was in the comic books. She was. She was the. She was. Yeah, she was their version of Scarlet Witch. Oh, I don't remember her. In the book. She was okay, in. So she was in a cup. She was in Hero but she was also in the series that came in after it, where someone from Vought sent them to try to kill the boys. Because it was... Okay, yeah. I'm looking at the, the panels now. Okay, yeah, now I now remember. Yeah, and that was originally... What's his name's team? The, um... Stormfront. That was payback. Originally, yeah, Payback. And that was originally Stormfront's yeah. team. But we saw what happened to her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's... I'm done taking over your show. All right. Go ahead. So, since we're on the comic books, I got a, a list. And we'll kind of keep it on the more... First, we'll do the more, like, Movies, movie and television show side is I have 25 comic book characters that people should pay attention to. I want you to give me a yay or nay and give me a reason why. You ready? What do you mean by pay attention to? Like some, in terms like, of what? In terms of they're going to be... Are they going to get a movie? No, they, some of it's going to be they're going to get a movie. Some of them are going to be watch out for previews. And some of them be watch out because they're going to be, they're gonna be um, dope as shit in the upcoming year. Okay. Alright, so first off, we're going to start right at the back with Moon Knight. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, anytime a Marvel characters get the TV show or movie, they start to focus them in the books more as well. So, you know, and I expect a lot of people don't know about Moon Knight. He's in the, like, general public. He's more of, like, an obscure Marvel character. Mm-hmm. But when they see him, they're obviously they're going to remind people of Batman to a lot of people. And I think he's going to get really popular over the next year. Yeah, especially considering, like, you know, I'm going to say, calling him Batman but crazy is kind of funny considering that Batman is completely off. It's insane. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like, if it's like and it's funny in the comic books because he's actually mentioned that he's aware of how crazy he is. It's like, oh, Tom King's done it. Uh, Scott, Scott Snyder has done it because they, like, they know. Like, Batman knows he's crazy. Or it was, I mean, he dresses up like a bat and goes out and beats the shit out of criminals at night. That's insane. <laughs> One of my favorites was during Red Hood and the Outlaws, where Jason Todd goes, I'm not going to be the you, I'm not going to obey the law. And then Batman laughs at him. He goes, I dress up as a bat, beat people up, and, uh, and constantly breaking and stuff. What part of me makes you think that I care about you breaking the law? <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, a good point. Yeah, next up we got Hawkman. Hawkman. So Hawkman is going to be in Black Adam. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I don't... I forget who's... Uh, it's, uh, his name is Aldous Hodge. He's from Leverage. Yeah, Hodge. Yep, and he was in Leverage in One Night in Miami. 
Yeah, I like Alvisage. So Hawkman's going to be in Black Adam. I don't know how much of a role he's going to have in that. Um, Hawkman in the comic books, I stay away from Hawkman in the comic books because nothing is more convoluted than the history of Hawkman in the history of comic books, with the exception <laughs> of maybe Donna Troy. Maybe Donna Troy. She's up there. But the Hawkman, like, if you, if I dare someone to go on Wikipedia and try to read the fictional biography of Hawk, Hawkman and let that make any sense to you. It never does at, at all. He has his anger issues, and I'm wondering if that's going to come into play in the movie. But honestly, he's the only reason I give a shit about the Black Adam movie. I think Dwayne Johnson's going to be absolutely awful as... Uh, what's his name? What's Black Adam? Does he ever... Yeah, he has a name. Tep, um, Tep, Tep Adam. Yeah, he's... Ugh. The, a year or two ago, they did this YouTube thing where Dwayne Johnson was just talking about his origin for like promotion for the movie. And I was like, wow, this is awful. Like, it was deplorable. This is what I want to know. Is he going to pull an X-Men 1 Holly Berry and do an accent? Wait, you haven't heard it? No, he doesn't. He's doing an accent? No, I'm going to see if I can find it, and hopefully it'll play without the... Yeah, here we go. It's just a teaser. See if I can do it without... If it's going to come up. With a... Oh, yeah, here we go. That magic. That most of us have... What was that? Listen. For the chains around our necks. Condock needed a hero. That sounds awful. <laughs> he sounds absolutely awful. Like he's not putting an accent on, but like he's trying to make himself make himself sound deeper and darker and more dangerous. It's like this is he has the look. He absolutely has a look. But in terms of people, when I think of someone who looks dangerous and is gonna look it's going to sound dangerous in a, in a movie. He ain't it. And don't get me wrong. He did a pretty decent job at the end of Doom. But for the most part, I don't really buy him as Black Adam. Mm-mm. I think he would have been a better John Stewart. Oh, for the love of God, no. <laughs> he would have been a better John Stewart. He would have made a better Guy Gardner. <laughs> yes, he would have been a great Guy Gardner. Because he could be funny. Yeah. And like, just be. Yeah, okay. you're right. John Stewart way too serious for the rock to play him. Yeah, who would you cast as um, John Stewart if you had to pick someone? I saw someone cast Tyrese, and I wanted to slap him in their face. Oh, absolutely not. Tyrese is not a good enough actor to do that. I like Mateen. He could do that. Mateen, Mateen, Mateen. But he's playing. Um, he's playing. Um, he's playing. Um, Black Mantis. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He would have been real good. I've heard, I've seen, I've seen a couple of Indra's elbows, and while I think it works, I'd want him to stay away from a character like that. I mean, he could do it. But Absolutely. Yeah. But again, like, it's Indra's yeah. elbow. They're, they're casting him for that HBO show, so we'll see. Also, are you watching Batwoman? I don't think you're watching Batwoman. I'm not watching Batwoman. I watched Batwoman, and on the most recent episode of Batwoman, John Diggle was on Batwoman. Because he went to talk. He went to talk to Luke Fox, Batwing. Yeah. Um, because he has this box, this green alien box that he can't get he can't get open again. And he can't figure out how to open it. And he says the last time it opened, it just opened up for me when I did something. You know, when I he said it opened up for me when I like overcame fear, so I I got past my fear. 
or something like that. But I can't get it open again. Huh. So I think he's going to be, and he's getting a TV show. A word? just announced. Yeah, right. he's getting his own TV show. Uh, it's going to be called uh, something you. Like Superhero You or something like that. Um, I forget what it's called. Uh, but he's getting his own TV show. Uh, and so I'm wondering if they're going to finally make oh, him. Justice oh, You. Justice You. Justice You. Green Lantern, John Stewart. Because in the last episode season of Arrow, right? The second, the second last season of Arrow, I think, uh, they had his stepfather uh, show up. And his stepfather's last name was Stewart. Uh, okay. And he was in the Marines. And so I don't know if they're going to make him be John Diggle Stewart. Huh. Green Lantern. I wouldn't be mad at it. So we'll see. But I don't think he'll get cast in the movie, but maybe for a TV show. Yeah. So, 23, we got the Riddler. The nah. Riddler's in the new Batman movie. Mm-hmm. I'm not that excited for that movie, but I'm going to watch it because I watch all those movies. But I'm really sick and fucking tired of dark, dark, brooding, boner <laughs> Batman. Batman's best stories in the comic books are the Bat family. It's him with Dick and Jason and Barbara and Alfred. And he is the bad. He like Batman is not a loner. Like I don't know where to get. Like why the movies always do this. Like he has a whole support system really? that helps him do a bunch of shit. And so, and then this Batman apparently doesn't care about being Bruce Wayne. He's just always Batman. Huh? And so I'm like, all right. So I mean, I'm gonna watch it, but I'm not that into it. But I'm watching the Riddler clips, and I'm like, okay, this Riddler is very sinister. It reminds me of. The Riddler from Tom King's run with the jokes and riddles. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The war jokes and riddles. It reminds me of that Riddler. So, Uh, I'm kind of interested in that. And just so you know, that's another example of Batman not being a loner because he really did get a lot of help from Alfred and um, Catwoman during that particular run. And again, if you're not a comic book fan, The War of Jokes and Riddles is one of the best Batman comics you'll ever read from from start to finish. Uh, Also, I love how uh, Kate Kane pretty much puts Bruce in his chick in his place at all times. Like she, she has no t- she has no she has no time for his bullshit. Yep. And it's funny when someone goes, Well who would who would you have replaced Batman? I'm like, Kate Kane. Absolutely. I I have no I have no doubt or uh, any concern about her leadership skills or her fighting ability and unlike Batman, she will kill you. <laughs> if yeah, she will def- she will kill you. Yeah. If there was <laughs> if there was if the Bat family was the Justice League, then she'd be Wonder Woman. Yes. Doesn't want to kill, but fuck around and find out. Um, next up, we got Blade. Again, Blade is someone we haven't seen for, seen a long time in public space. Uh, but, you know, a lot of people remember those Blade movies. Um, at least Blade 1 and 2 uh, very well. <laughs> and De- and um, Deadpool uh, 0.1. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, we get Mahershala Ali, who's a fantastic actor, mm-hmm. playing Blade in the MCU. We already saw Blade in Eternals. Well, we heard Blade in Eternals. Yep. In the so, he's there. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a cameo for him in Moon Knight in the same way that we saw Jonathan Majors and Loki, mm-hmm. that type of thing. Um, so, you know, Blade is exciting. Blade in the comic books, it's kind of hard for them to get to fit him in 
to stories because he's just such a unique character. I think he, he was involved in uh, King of Black a little bit. Mm-hmm. I thought, I think I remember seeing him in some of those stories. Yeah, he's also in Jason Aaron's Avengers, which that actually worked, but Jason Aaron could, he could make anything work with anybody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's great. But it's kind of hard for him to, to fit him in these stories, unless it's a vampire-centric story. So, uh, I think, I think Blade is going to be a much bigger character in pop culture through TV and movies Absolutely. than he is in the comic books. Hopefully. Absolutely. Uh, number 21 is kind of an iffy thing because the show was canceled, but I have faith that somebody's going to pick up Why the Last Man. So specifically, Agent 355. And if I'm being completely honest, Why the Last Man on Hulu was not good at all. I tried and tried and tried to like that show, but after like three episodes, I just couldn't get into it. And I find myself only watching the show for Agent 355, which is paid by... Her last name is Romans. I think it's Ashley Romans. And, yeah. and she was phenomenal. Like she was everything that I'd want three fifty five to be from the comic books. But they just couldn't I don't, it was the they picked the wrong person to lead as Yorick. Because Yorick I think that was the thing. I think the show like the comic book is much was much more centered on Yorick than the show was. Yeah. Like the show really focused on these women that got left there. And so I think what they were trying to do is have York be in the show, but they were trying to make Agent 355 be like, along with um, the Congresswoman, be the stars of the show. Yeah. As opposed to York. So, I think it was just kind of startling for people. But, you know, I agree with you. It's not like The Boys. Like, The Boys TV show is different than the comic books. But personally, I think a lot of the changes that they made were for the better. It made the story better than the books. I think they could have focused more on the women in that show, but I think they didn't really have the tone of the book down in that show. So I'm not sure if it'll get picked up like New York. Yeah, uh, it's I really I have my doubts. I really don't I really don't feel like it's gonna do do any good. So we'll have to wait and see. I. But again, I'm not very optimistic, to be honest with you. I, I think it's going to be another one of those shows that it's going to be probably be one of the first shows that gets like a, a one and done on Hulu. But I've noticed, and I may have said this on the show before, I may not have, but you know, either way, certain channels and streaming services should not have comic book projects. Hulu is over two now. Well, not over two because Hit Monkey is actually really fucking good. Um, but. They did. I heard Runaways was good. People told me that was good. Only went two seasons though. Yeah, only went two seasons. Or maybe maybe three, but I don't think it only went two. But um, they had actually no. I think F- FX had Runaways though. I don't think it was a Hulu thing. But in terms Are you of like, sure? I I could be wrong. But um, but, I know Hulu had Modoc. Modoc I've heard was good, but I didn't. I watched one season, one episode. I couldn't get into it. Uh, but it's probably gonna get another season. Hit Monkey was phenomenal, like I said, but. In terms of their like live action stuff, Hellstrom was awful. I watched one episode of that, and I was like, I'm never. And Hellstrom's another one of my guys, man. But they just completely fucked up the character altogether. That was just bad. It was like they were trying to do what Evil did, the show with on Mike Coulter, and they just did it awful. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then with Why the Last Man, it just didn't work. And then let's go over to Netflix where they had Jupiter Rising. That was god awful. It just and then. What was the, what's the other one they have on there that everyone loved but I didn't like? Lock and Key. 
I got seven episodes into the first season of Lock and Key and I gave up because it was nothing like the comic book, which is darker and grittier and and all and with, within all that, it's fun. Like, and they just completely screwed that up. And I was like, yeah, I'm cool. So where do you think Apple Plus jumps into the comic book realm? You know what? I wouldn't be... Sh you know what? Why The Last Man could end up on Apple Plus? They got the money, and it's not like they have... Do they have any animated projects on there yet? That not could, that I know. I've already seen Ted Lasso and Foundation. That could be a good place. That could also be a, a good landing spot for Saga. Kind of something something popular that can kickstart their comic book thing. But it also depends on rights. Because we all know how like the Fox and Disney thing and how we couldn't get the X-Men until recently. So the, I wonder how many comic book properties are already wrapped up into things. But then again, with the amount of independent comic books that end up on Comixology or just end up on shelves... There's a lot they could um, Apple Plus could um, play with. So number twenty, we have this is a assumption from me. I, I'm gonna oh no, it's, uh, there's a woman named Zod Z A W E Ashton. She's supposed to be in the Marvels. We don't know who she's cast at. I'm saying she's gonna be cast as Carla Sofin, which is Moon Knight, who is one of the most deplorable villains <laughs> that you'll ever see. She was a psychiatrist. I think she was like a psychiatrist who was really good at her job, but she got bored at it and started talking people into killing themselves. I think she's going to make her appearance in She-Hulk. Or like She-Hulk and Moon Knight. I, say, I lean more towards Moon Knight because she's a, a psychiatrist and I could see her going... I could see Moon Knight going to see her. So, let me see. They have... Uh, I've never heard of her or that character that you're talking about. R Moonstone? You've heard of Moonstone. I don't remember Moonstone. You see, Moonstone was Miss Marvel in the Dark Avengers. Just saying that Aston's Captain Marvel 2 villain will be loosely based on the Kree comic character Al Down. Really? In the comics, General Al Down devices a scheme with General Dar Ben and other Kree soldiers to assassinate the Emperor and place the blame on the Skrulls. Following their successful attempt to kill and dethrone the Emperor, Aldan and Darbin jointly rule the Kree Empire in his place until themselves are murdered by Deathbird and their minds are absorbed by the Supreme Intelligence. Huh. That's what that said, but I don't know any of those characters, so... <laughs> yeah. I don't know, I don't have any comment on that because I don't know Moonstone or this Aldan. I'm trying to see. Can you see my screen? Hold on. No, not yet. How about now? All right. Well, it's not working. But um, if you, if, I'm shocked you don't know who Moonstone is because she's been a, she's a one of uh, Captain Marvel's big villains. She's if you if you read Dark Avengers or the Warren Ellis Thunderbolts, you'll recognize her. She's selfish. She's self-centered. She's a she's narcissistic but she's powerful as hell she's one of those characters who hit the the jackpot of superpowers she's super strong she can turn intangible and she's got energy beams so that's she's she's a dope character i think we're gonna get i think we're gonna see her in either she hulk or moon knight as someone's um psychiatrist or therapist whether it be jennifer walters or 
Stephen Grant or slash Mark Spector or whatever personality he's going with now. Because he's absolutely a crazy person. Uh, we got Kang the Conqueror at 19. Kang is going to be a big deal. Um, I saw people talking about he's going to be the next Thanos. I don't think so. I don't either. I don't think Marvel would have introduced the next Thanos in a TV show. That's um, just, just not how they do things generally. Uh, even though that's supposed to be a mortis and not Kane, quote unquote, but you know, you're introducing Kane and Ant Man, that doesn't seem like the the place where you would introduce a Thanos level villain. Um, but if he showed up in Loki, he might show up in Loki season two. He might show up in other films. I think he's supposed to be in he might be in Doctor Strange. So I I imagine we're gonna see a lot of Jonathan Majors going forward. I just don't think he's going to be the next big, big bad. Yeah, I don't either. I don't think we've met the big bad yet. Because we're kind of in a place right now where there have been multiple options. For the Netflix shows, it could either be The Kingpin, it can be Kang, or it can be Valentina, Allegra, Val, whatever the fuck. (laughs) Yeah, Val. So there's three different characters there that work on different levels. So I don't know who we're going to see now. And then then there's the stuff with the Eternals and whether or not... We're getting real cosmic. Mm-hmm. So we got it. I mean, but they did just do a cosmic. That's the other thing. Like, so, you know, Thanos was a cosmic villain. Mm-hmm. So are all the big bads going to be cosmic villains? Is it going to be the beyond it? Are we going to Secret Wars? Are we getting Battle World? Well, supposedly Marvel's working on a Secret Wars thing. They've been talking about this for about a year now. So, but it, again, what Secret Wars are we getting? There's the uh, God King Doom. Yeah, that there's God King Doom. There's the one you was talking about with the Beyonder. Hell, there's Nick Fury's Secret War. Mm-hmm. And let and let's and let's call it like this too. We're getting a Secret Invasion show. But for all we know, the Secret War could literally be just another name for Secret Invasion, because Infinity War in the comic books wasn't what we were wasn't like the Infinity War in the movie. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. who knows? They could be changing names or whatever it is. There's a lot that could be going on with that. Yeah. Uh, so next up, we got 18 and 17, which is a show I can't wait to see. Sandman. Uh, you know, Sandman is the book that everyone told me I need to read that I've never read. You would... Okay, so I'm going to put it like this. You know some comic books can get very wordy? Mm-hmm. And sometimes, and when it happens, there it can either go it can either go really well or poorly. This was the former. It was really... It was fantastic. But again, uh, Neil Gaiman is... He's one of the GOATs. He's one of the greatest of all time. And he wrote this character, Morpheus, who's essentially a god, but then gave him human characteristics, didn't make him look weak at all when he was, I guess, I don't want to say being defeated because he's never actually been defeated in the first five or six books I read. But I really think you'll dig the hell out of it. But within that show... You know they made an audible book for this, right? Yes. And it's got Kat Dennings, Taryn Edgerton, who played uh, um, Elton John in that movie. Oh, that dude, uh, that Andy, dude's great. Andy Serkis, James McAvoy. They got like a whole cast to do this audio book, not just a narrator. 
And Neil Gaiman himself was in it. Oh shit, I didn't know that. I knew uh, well so, I, I knew there was a book, but I didn't know they got so in depth with the um the voice acting. So if you're saying it's wordy wordy, I might just get this audible book and listen to it. That may be the way to go. But within that there's a character called Lucifer, which is basically Lucifer from the T V show. I have a theory that at some point in time Morpheus, who is Sandman, is gonna meet Lucifer um in hell, whether it be pre or post the show. I think we're gonna see Lucifer in this as well. Uh we yeah. took we yeah, so they got Michael Sheen as Lucifer. They got James McAvoy as Morpheus. Oh that's good. That's Jared really good. Edgerton is John Constantine. Kat Dennings is Death. Huh, that's weird. That's yeah. a that's a weird that's Andy Circus is Matthew the Raven. Yeah, I might have Reginald D. Hunter as John Jones in this. Yeah. Yeah, I might have to listen to this. This sounds like an amazing cast. Yeah. Uh, so we talked about the boys a little bit, but specifically I want to focus on Homelander and Billy Butcher for 16 and 15. Homelander seems like this is where we get to see the Homelander that we get, grew accustomed to in the comic books. This is where I feel like he starts his plan for world domination. I also think this is where Billy Butcher gets his... Uh, Billy Butcher and the rest of the boys get powers. You think they're going to give them powers? Yep. I absolutely do. I can't, I can't imagine this version of Huey with powers uh, at all. It's really hard for me to imagine that. I actually portrayed Huey. I actually can't, I actually can't see it going, in, going any other way specifically because of how... Because he's... I don't know if I like this Huey as much as I like the one from the comic book, but they share a lot of similarity. They share a similarity where they're both kind of klutzy, but the Huey in the show isn't as cowardice as the one in the comic book. But, but I don't like that specifically because when Huey in the comic book like rolled his sleeves up and was ready to fight, it was a moment. Like Going back to what we were talking about with the G-Men, with all of them, it was like the entire school of G-Men. It was like what, like five dozen of them, and they were gonna go fight the boys. And who? And um, Butcher was like, "We got, we we gotta leave." And Huey was like, "Nah, fuck that." After what they did to them, he rolled his sleeves up, and all of them followed Huey. It's moments like that where his like him being kind of like timid and cowardly in the comic book makes more sense. Excuse me, is more is more important when he has these giant moments of like heroics because when he does it in the TV show it's kind of like eh you know what I mean like you can you come they know the woman the woman congresswoman that he's working for now yeah. she's supposed to be like Victor V is what I read she's uh, supposed to be the TV's version of Victor V uh, that's how they're booking her she secretly works for Vaude and she's got because we know she got powers because she's the one that blew up everybody's head in that hearing yeah we saw in the last season. Which I gotta say, that was one of the best kept secrets of that of that series. Actually, Betty Yeah, it was. So I, I don't know. It would make sense for her to be kind of the Victor V pet character, especially considering they can't do that character the way they did it in the comic book. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you know, there are just certain things in the boys that this can't be done. <laughs> they mm -hmm. they definitely cannot do that. They're, no. 
there's that, and uh, there's a couple other things that I'm not going to discuss here that they definitely cannot tech do. Tech Knight, you can't do Tech Knight. <laughs> not the same way. Yo, you can do Tech Knight. No, you cannot do Tech Knight. <laughs> you can absolutely do Tech Knight. Yo, picture, like, yo, picture yo, Billy um, Butcher and Huey walking in and he's fucking a cantaloupe. <laughs> and then, like, and then he yeah, turned. but he also was fucking Alfred. No, he didn't fuck Alfred. He. He just skied in. No, he skied in his ear. Uh, yeah, so you can't do that. <laughs> so, but no, picture this. He's fucking a cantaloupe, right? Butcher, he goes, Butcher goes, holy fuck, mate. He turns around and, and fucking Huey gets a face load. <laughs> That's absolutely some shit they would do on the show. I mean, Tech Knight is in the show. They talked about him on the news in, in the show one, one episode. So he's in the world, but... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think you could do um, Alchemist, Alchemics, or whatever his name is. Like, or the... Um, I don't know how they're going to do Herogasm. I have no idea how they're going to do that. Herogasm is going to be... I feel like if you don't catch Herogasm within 24 hours of the show being debuted, you're never going to see it unless you buy it. <laughs> I, I feel like they are... I feel like the, the day it debuts, you're going to have so many people complaining about this show while the fans are just like, please do more of this. These people are not ready for that, man. They are not ready for that. Yeah. And that was just a one-off book. That wasn't even their main book. Heroism was like a side like a side book. Yeah, it it like all it, one shot. It fit into the it was a four it was if you read the boys, it's not counted as the number in the main title. It's, there's that, and there's another one with uh, Butcher Baker, Candlestick Maker. Both of those, I believe, didn't count in the continuity of the boys, but both of them ha- had connections to the series and were crucial to the final uh, volume. So <laughs> we can move on because I can't wait to do the show again with you after Hero Gasm. <laughs> Yo, I, you know what? I got you know what? I think I'm gonna book some time with um. With Stephanie after just for hero gasm. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, I can't wait till regular people see that. Oh man. That's yeah. gonna be just an amazing day on Twitter when regular people who have never read the book but watch the show see hero gasm. Yeah. Uh so we got America Chavez who I love America Chavez. I, um I think she, if if they do her character right, she will be the most popular character in the MCU. No, she's not gonna be the most popular character in the mainstream because she's just, just, she's just not like the mainstream. Like the people are still not over the original Avengers at this point. Um, I'm gonna say it again. I do think she's gonna. I do think she will get popular. But here's the thing: I don't know how. In order to be a very popular character in the MCU, you have to have your own movie, and I don't know how you do a movie for America Chavez as the lead. At this point, I'm gonna say it again. If they do her character right, as in the way that she's her personality is portrayed in the comic books, she won't even need her own. They'll find a way to make it work. I'll put it like that. I think she she is one of the most versatile characters in Marvel comics. She has the perfect kind of attitude for this day and age, and the way women looked up to the Dora Milaje. In Black Panther, I think they could be looking at 
America Chavez the same way. Like I said, if it's done the way it's done in the comic books. And for those of you who don't know, I'll put it to you like this. She took on Captain Marvel, actually both Captain Marvels, Monica Rambeau and Carol Danvers at the same time. And essentially, only reason she stopped was because she wanted to stop the fight. And this was in Ultimates. She's a bad motherfucker. One of my favorite lines ever where she goes, the laws of physics, the law of physics can kiss my ass. <laughs> uh, are you watching Naomi? I watched the first episode. I was planning to watch the second episode today. So, I'm not, I'm going to do it. I'm going to watch it today too. I'm not ecstatic about it because honestly, I'm not like overwhelmed with it being good. You know what I mean? Like, it's had some really good moments so far, but it's only been one episode. Yeah, and it, it's also the pilot episode. I yeah. see there's definitely potential. So I'm gonna wait until like the third episode to really judge it because they made an interesting choice taking this out of the Superman and Lois universe. Because I don't know if you're watching Superman and Lois, but Superman and Lois is the single greatest depiction of Superman in the history of pop culture. It is incredible. That show is so fucking amazing. They make Superman interesting. They make him multidimensional. They make him, by adding children into the mix, make him like more relatable. Like They understand that Superman is supposed to be the beacon of hope and not some brooding, fucking angry person like Zack Snyder made him. Yeah. Like, the, the the CGI, they spent way more money on this show than any other CW show. It looks amazing. Like, the first season of Superman Lois was great. The second season has been great so far. We got Steel in the show. Uh, John Henry Irons. Like, it's fucking great. Yeah. And so, I heard saw the first things episode about it. of Naomi was going to have Mongo fighting Superman, right? I heard that before I saw the episode. And I'm like, okay. We're about to get Tyler, what's his face, from Superman and Lois fighting Mongo, and that's what's going to inspire Naomi, like in the comic books. And then they fucking do the show, and it's like Superman's a myth. It's like, oh, it's just comic books, but, you know, Superman's not actually real. It's a stunt. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, this is a choice. But by the end of the episode, <laughs> I, was, I was into it. I'm going to lie. I got yeah. into it by the end. I kind of like the, the mystique of it, like the actual mystery of everything like that. I really dug it specifically because it was like the mystery of like why doesn't this why doesn't this place know about Superman? Why is it like a myth to them? And so I kind of like that because for all we know, it could be in the lowest the, uh, the Superman lowest universe, and they could just be throwing us off specifically so we get a surprise towards the middle or end of the season. Uh, we can skip Batman, uh, Batman and Catwoman because. Actually, no. I want to say this. I'll say this about... I think Zoe Kravitz was an amazing pick for Catwoman. Not only because she's a phenomenal actress, but specifically because she exudes sex. So, if you want... And Catwoman has to be, Catwoman has to be sexy. Call her misogynistic if you want, but Catwoman has to be sexy. And specifically because she understands that sex is a weapon, and she knows how good she looks, and she doesn't hide it. And she's also been... She's very seductive, but she's also very dangerous. And Zoe Kravitz can do all of that in her sleep. So we got, yeah, 
Robert so, Pattinson, I don't know so much. Uh, I think he's going to be good. I think Robert Pattinson's going to be good. I think we're going to see. But again, like the you made a good point earlier. Like, why do we need more dark rooting Batman? Batman can be fun. The two the the two movies that everyone talk about when they when they refer to the best Batman, they always go back to Michael Keaton because his Batman wasn't just good; it was actually fun as well. Mm-hmm. I was this Batman is not just brooding; he's also emo. God. Yeah, that's I, one of the things that one of the things about the MCU that gets people forget about is the directors and the writers go to the comic book writers for advice. That's one of the reasons why it works. When you read the credits for um, Miles Morales, you'll see Brian Michael Bendis. When you go certain things with Thor, you'll see you may see Jason Aaron. You go to Captain America, it'll say like Ed Brobacher or so have you, because they went to these people for research. They went to these people for certain things. Let's look at the uh, the Punisher. Uh, what's the name? Uh, what the fuck is the dude's name? He plays him? Burnthal? No, Burnthal. Oh, John Burnthal. Like he went and grabbed a bunch of Punisher comics to make sure that he got the character right. So it's little things like this that make the MCU work. Or look at shit. Um, uh, um. Aliyah Cox, I think her name is, who plays um, Echo. But they they found, and again, I've said this on CCBN, the next time a company says, we can't find someone to represent nationality or ethnicity A or B, look at them and go, bullshit. The Marvel Studios found a deaf indigenous woman. One is hard, two is almost impossible, and they did it. So I call full-fledged bullshit when someone says we couldn't find somebody. Mm-hmm. All right, so we got and DC and what DC does is what uh, what's his face from the X Men used to do, like the um, what's his name from X Men movies? Um, uh, uh, guy, David Goya? Fuck no. Uh, what's the guy I hate? Man, I fucking hate this dude's name. I erased him out of my mind. What? He's one of my favorite characters. Um. Brian Singer. Brian oh. Singer banned X Men book comic books from the set because he wanted to make his own team. Yeah, but apparently, Hugh Jackman bought some Wolverine comic books and locked himself in his trailer. I was like, yes. Which explains why, as much as I may not have enjoyed Wolverine in these books, Hugh Jackman did it as best as he could with the, with the material that was given. But once they let. Yeah, but even even the best he could, it was. He gets an A plus for for effort. I'll give him that. He didn't really get it right until they took the reins off and gave him an R rating. And I'm going to say it again. And and when Marvel cast Logan, I better not see another six foot one guy that's playing this dude. (laughs) The whole point of Wolverine is that he's a fucking small person. Like, he has a small man's complex. I don't. I see a six foot one jacked up Hugh Jackman <laughs> playing a man with a small man's complex. I'm like, no one ever told you you were too little your whole life. Like Wolverine clearly has a small man's complex. I need a five six actor to play him. We don't need Wolverine movies. We need Wolverine TV shows. Wolverine. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I, I agree. One thousand percent. I'm, I'll go as far as to say we don't need X Men. I think X. Everybody in the X family, with the exceptions of maybe. A couple of characters, they all work better in show form because there's too much material 
to really get into. Like the Phoenix Everyone Saga. The X-Men. Yeah, my bad. Let me catch up. Good. The, like the Phoenix Saga. That's a that's a twelve to 20, <laughs> 20 um, ish, um issue um episode run. You can't you can't half step that shit. Shit. The Hellfire Club um the issue with the Hellfire Club is one full episode alone. And that's and that's before Wolverine go runs through the entire club killing people. Like yeah, X Men work way better as a TV show than a movie, and they work way better as a team than individuals. I agree. Well, I, I love Storm, but I would rather see Storm as the leader of the X Men, like she's been for like the last twenty years, yeah. than uh, Storm just by herself doing shit in a movie. Like I'd watch that movie because I like Storm, but. Those characters fit better as a team, as a family, because that's what they are. I like, agree. I don't want to see a Mr. Fantastic movie. <laughs> like, I want to see the Fantastic Four. But, I want to see them together. Yeah, it's kind of like, and as much as I love Ben Grimm, he doesn't work well individually. He works he works best when he has Johnny Storm. Now I'd read a Johnny Storm and Ben Grimm, but I can only I can only watch I can only read that as a miniseries. I can't do twelve issues of that. It, it just it just doesn't work. But you put all four of them together, you know what? I will say this: Sue Storm works as a show. <laughs> I would watch a Sue Storm show. No, I can't. I mean, there's, who's her enemies by herself? Like, I need them. Like, I need this is you know what I'm gonna say. I need a Fantastic Four movie trilogy, and I need that trilogy to be based on Jonathan Hickman's Fantastic Four. That's what I need. That, um, two things. One, I wholeheartedly agree, and I want to shout out to you and Super Bowl Hobby for putting me on to it, because I didn't like it the first time I read it, but I think my mind was in a different place to really enjoy it, because I went back and read that, and I was like, what the fuck was I thinking? This is, fanta- this is pardon the pun, fantastic. <laughs> but it, as much as I, as great as an idea that is, it'll never happen in the MCU, and I'm going to say it again for the umpteenth time, if you're gonna do anything by Jonathan Hickman, it has to be a show. It has to be. Like I would love to see a Marvel a Marvel animated universe. I would love to see that, where everything is everything is connected via cartoons. It it allows them to have. It doesn't really matter who the person is as long as they can voice it. So you can have a seven foot dude voicing Wolverine because in the cartoon he's gonna be five foot three. You can have um if like you can change like the ethnicity of certain characters because realistically some of them don't really matter like the the three that i always go with when i talk about characters who stay their race i always go luke cage steve rogers black panther the three of them they have to do but now it's been like shang chi obviously uh but you know there's certain characters that should stay their race but when you're doing an animated universe it can be kind of a what if thing like you know what i mean so it doesn't really matter if a black dude's voicing captain america if he's still, if Steve Rogers is still blonde hair, blue eyed, and white, you know what I mean. So it makes casting a little bit easier. Uh, and we've seen that in, shit in Invincible. It works out perfectly. I saw someone saying they wanted some black dude to play Reed Richards, and I was just like, I can't see a black person playing Reed Richards. Like, I can't either. The whole thing of Reed is his arrogance and privilege. Like he's like that's his whole gimmick. Yeah. Is that he's and I can't I can't imagine. It's like it's like a black Bruce Wayne, right? People are like, oh, black that man can be black. No, no he can't. He cannot. <laughs> no, Bruce Wayne comes from old money. He has all the all his whole character is super white privilege. 
Like, that is the Bruce Wayne character. I can't imagine a black dude playing it. Like, I just couldn't. It just wouldn't work for me. Uh, um, Superman, maybe. But even Superman, not so much the way Clark Kent is is proved to Superman because we, the world... The Superman is not portrayed like mutants, right? The world loves Superman. I don't think the world would love a black alien. Well, we can, we can prove that just by when Adam Bashir um, had his mask knocked off in Blue Marvel... And and JFK was like, "Hey, thank you for your services, but uh, the world's not ready for a black a black hero, so gonna need you to retire." So if that just he should be on your list though, because I want to see him in live action. Oh uh, no, these are just people that I think we're gonna see this year. People who should be paying attention. Okay. If we're talking about characters that need to be seen, shit, that's a whole other episode altogether. <laughs> uh, so next up, we got Wanda Maximoff and Batgirl. Um. I don't know how I feel about the Batgirl thing. I haven't. I. I. I was. Batgirl should have had her own series of movies, series or movie, over a decade ago. They're super late to the party. I'm gonna support it regardless. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it when it comes out because I really want this to succeed and I want Batgirl to have more notoriety because then that they'll say okay, so we already have Batwoman, so now we have Batgirl. It's like okay, so who else we got? Um, let's do let's redo Nightwing. <laughs> well, let's let's do Nightwing properly. Let's do I haven't seen season three of Titans, but let's do Jason Todd right. Hey, let's let's really dig into Damian Wayne's background. Let's like you know a Talia Al Ghul thing like and the stuff they're doing in Robin's comic book now has been fucking amazing. Like I don't even like Damian Wayne. He's a he's a fucking prick, but for some reason it work. But it works for him though. But he, I don't like him as in, like, I wish he would just not be a character. I don't like him because he's not supposed to be likable. They made him... We haven't seen Robin in any Batman movie except one. Uh, Batman and Robin. I'm not, I'm not counting that as um, Robin because Chris O'Donnell was awful. Yeah, so, like, how have we, like, <laughs> how have we not seen Robin? How do we get three Nolan movies and we get, like, a glimpse of, like, what Robin could be at the end of the movie? And then you get Ben Affleck, and he fucking, Dick Grayson is dead. <coughs> By the way, everybody thought that was Jason Todson in there for the dead Robin. And then Zack Snyder comes out and goes, oh, no, no, no. That was Dick Grayson who was running around with a fucking hatchet killing people. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't Look, I get that it's an alternate reality, and we're supposed to look at this as a, um, as, like, you know, a different universe, and, like, things are going to be different. But... I don't think there's a universe out there where I can see Dick Grayson running around with a hatchet. No, it's absurd. Although, Titan Season 3 did bring in um, Tim Drake, a black Tim Drake. Um, Is that season worth watching? Interesting. <laughs> I hate watch Titans. Okay, so Because <laughs> I hate the fucking show. But I'm such a completist. I'm such a Nightwing mark that I have to watch it. Oh, man, that's great. It was the best out of the three. All right, okay. I can say that. All right, I'll watch it then. Uh, so, also we have Wanda Maximoff on his list, too. We don't know if she's the hero. We don't know if she's the villain. We don't know what's going on with her. Because the, the teaser for... The teaser in the trailer for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness showed Doctor Strange going to Wanda for help. However, at the end of WandaVision, we saw... Uh, Wanda using like dark magic and in, in this like very 
dark and like sinister trance. So I don't know which Wanda we're getting here. So I know someone who's seen an early screener of the film. Ooh. And so he told me a couple of. Um, now this might not make the final version of the film, so I don't know if it's going to actually be in the film. Um, so do you want to hear this spoiler? This has nothing to do with Wanda, but since you brought it up. Uh, it's not a big spoiler, it's a minor one. Do oh, you want to hear? Oh, absolutely. So, apparently, in the movie, you get to see two people that people have been clamoring for. They get small, there's very small roles in the movie, but they're in there. You get to see Nicolas Cage, Ghost Rider, <laughs> who goes to talk to Mephisto. Oh, shit. Oh. And it's not a big plot in the movie, so it doesn't spoil the movie or anything. It's just a cool little cameo in the movie. I can fuck. I can fuck with that. Um But yeah, Wanda's great. I mean WandaVision is still one of my favorite shows that I've seen. The 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 internet rumors around WandaVision, there's been nothing like it since. Like every no. week people's like, What's gonna happen next? Who's behind all of this? Like, the YouTube video clips that people were getting covering that show was amazing. Like, it, the, the, just the, everything surrounding that was pretty amazing. So, oh, I dude. think people are looking forward to seeing Wanda. Oh, dude, let me tell you. I wrote, um, so WandaVision started in 2019 going into 2020. Mm-hmm. I wrote an article about 20 actors who could play Mephisto in October. When the Mephisto stuff card started coming around... People, people were clicking on his link and like, yo, who could be him? I was so, so thank you <laughs> for all, <laughs> for all those clicks. And then speaking of comics, did you read Trial of Magneto? Did you see Wanda going uh, Krakoa? Yeah. <laughs> Can I just, you know what, you know what gets overlooked in that in that series? Hope Summer, Hope Summers. Yeah. Because she kept that secret like a fucking G. Like she knew everything that happened. And said to Magneto, you need to go fix this now. Like, not now. Yes. Now, now. <laughs> like, she's... She's a, she's a bad bitch. I'll, I'll, I'll so leave are it they remaking, are, are they remaking Wanda a mutant again? Are they ret- retconning it? Nope. Are they retconning it? Still not a mutant. I wish they had never changed that. Same. But I, I, do, I do love the fact that Wanda still treats her, treats Magneto like her father and Lorna like her sister. I absolutely love that because it's it's what we know. Mm-hmm. And as anybody will tell you, your family isn't necessarily your blood, isn't always your blood. They're your relatives, but your family doesn't necessarily have to be blood. So I honestly it doesn't really make a difference. And I think a lot of I think a lot of this stories had to do with taking away the idea that they're not family because they really are. Um, we got Jane Foster in Thor Love and Thunder, who I think is going to be better than she was. Natalie Portman's going to be better than she was before because it's a different director who's going to have her have, who's going to let her have fun. We've seen she's bulked up a little bit. She's proud of the fact that she's put some muscle on for this role. And if you haven't seen him, look up Russell Dodderman's Jane Foster because she's jerked. And we also Jane Foster Thor in the books was one of the best Thor stories they've ever done. It's actually Hobby's favorite Thor. It's Hobby's favorite Thor, which is funny. 
Yeah, the Mighty Thor is fantastic. So, you know, I imagine she's going to get some version of Mjolnir again. Yep. Uh, and Thor will keep Stormbreaker. And I hope, I'm praying, we see my guy Beta Ray Bill. That would be. That, I think we get him in a post credit scene. I hope we see Beta Ray Bill. That's my guy. Yeah, he's he's bad as fuck too. Whoop Thor's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Miles Morales across the Spider Verse. I think is going to be the movie of the year, the combo movie of the year. I should say. I'm excited for that. I'm very excited for that. I want to see where they go with that. I think we're going to get a Tom Holland cameo in this one, uh, and I think it would be really cool if they had an actor, if they had an actor in mind to play him in live action, to have the movie end with him moving into. The MCU universe. I don't think it's gonna happen, but I thought that I think that would be cool. Do you have? And, you know, don't. Oh, you see Issa Rae is in that movie? Yep, she's playing Jessica Drew. Playing, you love Jessica Drew. I certainly do, and I think it's, I think that's great casting. I do, I do as well. It's gonna, you know what? Especially, I don't know if I would have Issa Rae voice her in, in a animated feature if it wasn't gonna be as fun as the Spider Verse movies, but right. she's. The absolute best choice for for Jessica Drew in a movie like this, especially because there were no other Black Spider Men in the first one, or Spider Beings, I should say, in the first one. So having her take her mask off and be a I'll be a woman of color and Miguel O'Hara, I think is yeah twenty ninety nine yeah he's so yeah and I, so it's like this so that's actually gonna be super dope that he's gonna get more than just him being the only like. Ethnic Spider-Man, if that's the right term for it. Yes, I'm excited. I'm excited for that movie. I'm excited for him. Uh, we got Nick Fury at six and Peacemaker at five. Peacemaker is it's entertaining as hell. I love fucking Peacemaker. My <laughs> wife is watching it every every Thursday. She's like, "Oh, are we watching Peacemaker now?" Peacemaker. That scene with Vigilante in the fucking prison is one of the best scenes in the California show. <laughs> That yes. Ever that any show yes. ever done? Absolutely. It's amazing. It is amazing. I love that fucking show. Nick Fury. They just released pictures of Samuel Jackson uh, set photos from um, Secret Invasion mm-hmm. with the scrolls and stuff. And I think that's going to be one of the first shows. WandaVision was the first. I think this is going to be the second show that really sets up something else big in the MCU. Because I don't think you can tell that Secret Invasion story in the sixth six episode TV show to make it as because in the comic books that was like they were they were integrated everywhere like there were scrolls everywhere and so I don't know if you can tell that story in just six episodes on a, in a show I think that's going to set up something much larger in the MCU I agree so I'm just going to say this just to throw this out there because I, I I love being a person to kind of say I told you so because I said to someone a while ago that I think Amelia Clark could play the Scroll Queen, and Amelia Clark is in um, Secret Invasion. So I just want to throw this out there that I wrote an article about this 89 weeks ago, and it's probably going to happen. So I just want to pat myself on the back about that. That's right. Uh, so we have next up we have Kamala Khan and Jennifer Walters, She Hulk. I don't really have much to say about either of these other than, like, I think we're not going to get 
Miss Marvel this year, I don't think. Or maybe we no, are. No, this this year. Okay. I think it's going to... Miss Marvel's this year. I think Miss Marvel's going to be the first MCU show that's going to be strictly geared... Not strictly, but it's going to be geared towards a younger audience. It's going to be like the Ant-Man of the Disney Plus shows. Mm-hmm. And I, I think this is something that Marvel's going to start doing more of when Miss Marvel's show succeeds. Because all the other shows were had adult content. This is going to be a lot... This is going to be a show that they can, like, you can sit down and watch with your kids. I also feel like that's what it, what's going to happen to uh, American Chavez, but we'll have to wait and see on that. Do you have anything on on either one of these characters, Jennifer Walters? Or- yeah, I mean, I love Kamala Khan, the character. I've read Champions. I've read Champions. She was great in Champions. Um, I, she's supposed to be in the movie, too. So she's in Miss Marvel, the show, and she's in the Marvels, the movie. So I think they're going to be, I think obviously they're building up Young Avengers, like you can tell, they've been threading that through all these episodes, like with Scott Lane's daughters showing up, we've seen um, Wanda's kids, like we saw Patriot, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. We saw like, Young Loki. Like, yeah, so, you know, obviously to me they're building up Young Avengers and she's going to be a part of that, uh, which is exciting. Uh, you know, so 2022, this is what we're supposed to get. As far as TV shows, so uh, Miss Marvel, She Hulk, Moon Knight, Secret Invasion, uh, Werewolf by Night, and they're doing that Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special next year. Yeah, and there's like the like then there's the um, I Am Groot series. Yeah, I they haven't given a date for that yet. So that might not be till 2023. I Am Groot, Armor Wars, Iron Heart. Oh, I forgot Rhodey. I forgot Rhodey's getting his own show. Yeah, Wakanda Forever doesn't come out until 2023, and Riri's supposed to be in that. So I think that show will probably be next year as well. Yeah. Uh, and last but certainly not least, the two things I think, the number two and number one thing I think people should be looking out for is you should be looking out for more news on when the X-Men and the Fantastic Four are going to make their MCU debut. I wholeheartedly agree. I wholeheartedly believe that we're going to see some shit with them coming out next year. Like, something's going to happen, and we're going to witness the the X-Men and the Fantastic Four, whether it's something as simple as uh, we need to deal with the mutant problem. I think that's going to be the thing. I think that's what's going to be said. And it's going to be like, holy shit. And then, and I, <laughs> I know a lot of people hate this idea, but fuck them. I really do think the reason we haven't seen the mutants in the MCU is because they're on Krakoa. That's not a bad idea. Although, I'm not really for that idea, but it's not a bad idea. My thing is, the whole thing of mutants is that they're persecuted group of people that yeah. people hate them. So whatever, whatever they do, it has to be something that just the general world knows about them or yeah. else they're not the mutants. So like, if, if they're not like a hated group, then this, you don't have the X-Men. Like, you just don't. You don't have it there. Like, even Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. tried to do that a little bit with Inhumans. Like, they tried to do it a little bit with Inhumans, but it just doesn't hit well as much. Um, so, whatever they do is going to be, to me, is going to have to be, have to do something with murder. What I think is going to happen is that Multiverse of Madness is going to break up all these different multiverses, and then something is going to, some other show or movie is going to bring them all into one. And when all these mercy verses come into one, 
It's going to be like, so I don't know if you watched the CW shows, but they did Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah. As a crossover. And at the end of Crisis, all the Earths came into one. So yeah. Supergirl came into the Earth with the Flash and Arrow and all that stuff. And the people knew about it when they got rewritten. Those things were just already in people's minds. So like Supergirl was just always Supergirl in people's minds when they got rewritten because it got burst into one Earth. So I think they're going to have to, I don't think, well, they don't have to do anything, but I think they're going to do something like that where mutants, after whatever happens, mutants are just things people already knew about and people hate them. Because yeah. if you don't have people hating mutants, you don't got the accident. You just don't. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> before I forget, I wrote an article that should be coming out in the near future and I got somebody who could play the villain, the, um, <laughs> Oh, where's it at? Someone who could play like the the human villains from. Uh, so like we'll say, who is it? Who do I have? Boulevard Trash, Graydon Creed, or William Stryker? I got the perfect person to play him. Play them. Oh God! Okay, tell me. Christopher Maloney from Stabler from SVU. To play who? Either William Stryker, Graydon Creed, or um, the dude who created the Sentinels. William Stryker would be a perfect Christian Maloney because he always plays that Catholic person yeah. in all his shows. And he could be evil and racist as hell, like in Oz, playing William Stryker. Yeah, I think he would be thin. Manipulative, mm-hmm. cult leader. Yeah. Like, yes. like picture him yelling and looking at Nightcrawler and go, You call that human? Like, I. Over trash, they had. Um, they had Tyrion Lannister play him, right? Yeah, in Peter Dink- films. Yeah, Peter Dinklage. Dink- Dink- uh, which he was good, but you know he was he was just kind of there. Wasted. Yeah, it was it was it was an absolute waste of the talent. They put they put him in there specifically to put butts in seats. Yes. All right, that's all I got for my list. Us, oh, so yeah, we we talked a ton about the Fantastic Four, so we don't really need to talk about that. Uh, uh, well, I'll say one thing: Are you in support? Of John Krasinski and Emily Blunt playing Mr. Fantastic and Sue Storm. Krasinski, yes. Blunt, no. Interesting. I saw a really good casting for Sue Storm for the MCU, and uh, my buddy Paul said he saw a rumor it was supposed to be Christian Bell, and I was like, I can fuck with that. Christian Bell, uh, A good place. The good place. She was the woman with the lightning powers and heroes. She was in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, what was she in? If you see her, you'd know her. But they had her playing Sue. They had um, somebody. Oh yeah, I see her. She yeah. She looks yeah. She could do Sue Storm. Yeah, she could play motherly. She can play angry. And, and I've seen her in a couple of situations where she's put on like an an angry look, and it works. So I was with you on Emily Blunt until I saw. Uh, Quiet Place 2. And then I was like, oh yeah, she can do Sue Storm. You're going to laugh. That was the reason I say no. <laughs> really? Yeah. I was like, nah. <laughs> and and I know I'm going to say this and I make it slack for that, but I don't care. She looks way too old in the face. Like, she looks... <laughs> she looks weathered. Well, it depends on how old they make the Fantastic Four. Yeah, but if you're, if you're looking for longevity and I get that Krasinski... Like and this is this is gonna be sexist, but unfortunately, a man can look older and, and the audience will be fine. But as soon as a woman gets older, you know how people are gonna treat it. 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, if we're, if age wasn't, if people could actually look past that, then absolutely I think Emily Blunt could do it. But unfortunately, the masses aren't going to be able to see her and think of Sue Storm the way that she could portray it. She could be good. She could be. But what about they make her a Muppet? Then it's okay to be older. I agree. I, no, see, I agree with you. It's the masses that are going to have the problem. We're gonna like people are gonna be like, oh, she's too old, she's too this, she's too blah, 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 blah. And I'm just thinking from the general misogynistic group of people who are gonna go see this movie because I see nothing wrong with it. But if we're gonna be honest, she looks weathered in the face, and people are, aren't gonna be able to see it. But I could be wrong. I could, people could accept it, and it could work. But what do I know? A lot. <laughs> Alright, that's been the Old Man Wade Show. I want to thank Brandon for doing this, which is funny because we were supposed to have a talk about something completely different, but then we, we got into comic book shit. So I just said, so I pulled an audible and just said, fuck it. Uh, tell everyone where they, can, where they can find you. You know, we talked about it earlier, but uh, tell them about Hindsight and tell them about um, uh, Why So Serious. Yeah, just follow me on Twitter. That cool black nerd, be okay. Uh, talk about all the shit I talk about with Old Man. And you'll see my podcast there. Do movie, mostly movie reviews recently, so been having a lot of fun with that. Uh, and I'm reviewing Playmakers from the early 2000s. Playmakers, Playmakers, what's that? Which is a ridiculous television show on ESPN where people were smoking crack at halftime and all types of stuff. <laughs> and the NFL made them cancel the show. <laughs> Why? It was too close to normal. <clears throat> yes, I do remember. I do remember seeing that. Um. I do remember seeing commercials for that show. I never knew what happened to it, but it wouldn't make sense that the NFL would be like, nigga, cut it out. <laughs> uh, uh, you can find me on oldmanwade.com. You can find me on the Old Man Wade Show page on Facebook. You can find me at oldmanwade.com on Twitter and Instagram, just talking all sorts of random nonsense. You can also find me on blackrabbit.com, B-L-A-Q-U-E-R-A-B-B-I-T, where I do a lot of um, writing. I got an article coming out about the Fantastic Four, oddly enough, within the next week or two. And I think that's about all the places you can find me. Uh, sitting on my ass because I'm out of work until my back gets situated. All right, um, and as always, be excellent to each other. Peace. Damn it, Wade!